I'm Zach Cohen. I'm Egan Munoz, and welcome to the Top 3 Podcast. Welcome back to the Top 3 Podcast. I'm Miguel here with Zach. In this episode, we're going to be going over tons of stuff and ending with a new album that neither of us have listened to it yet. So stay tuned for that. It's a very exciting one. Yeah. Zach. Yeah, I mean, I know for this album, Miguel was kind of scared going into it, but hopefully he um, doesn't have these fears anymore, you know? That's funny. You you guys will get that later. Or you could probably get it now. It would probably be in the title of the episodes. You probably got it by now. True. But but we're going to start off with college football going over what happened this past week. Uh, Zach, as a Clemson fan, did not have a great weekend. Let's let's read this text I sent you this week. I think I sent you this text. Let's find this text I sent you. It was, oh, well, hashtag not a real Clemson fan. I will root for wherever I go to school. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I'm like, the Mets got eliminated from playoff contention this weekend. The Giants are now 0-3. We've lost back-to-back on, we've lost two games on game on time expiring field goals spurs have just lost their last three games by a combined score of nine to one including three nil against chelsea and three one at arsenal uh clemson are like should not be ranked in the top 25 hey at least the knicks might be good how bad is my sports like the, the knicks are the team i'm most excited for yeah it's tough for you actually but... actually no they're not they're not no, we know they're not emma Raducanu is okay we'll we'll talk about the rest of this but uh, moving on, we're going to also talk about the NFL, what happened this past week, including the Giants loss. You know, I had to bring that up. Um, and then we're going to move on to the MLB, which will be exciting. We're going to do a preview of the playoffs, uh, which are coming up next week, uh, starting in October, obviously. And then we'll move on to hot takes by you, the listeners, and we'll end off with our album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Calls football. I have one note, really. What the hell happened this weekend? Here's my take. I have like three takeaways. Alabama and Georgia are very good, and so is Arkansas. Those are the only three teams I know are good. Even those are debatable because Arkansas had like a win against. No, Arkansas is great. You never trust the beat? trust the hog. Who they beat? They Texas, they beat. who's unranked now. Texas should be ranked though. And they beat Texas A and M, who are very good. And well, they Texas didn't have, like, didn't have their starting quarterback either. But they don't have like five top 50 prospects for the draft or yeah, something. Okay. They have a lot of good prospects. Anyways, Bama also all, almost lost to Florida. And Georgia, their big win is against Clemson, who clearly is not good anymore. So bad. So every single team that we can consider good has a flaw or has Except for Oregon. Oregon. Who says Oregon? Oregon almost lost to Fresno State week one. Even Iowa they- was down at halftime to Colorado State. Iowa beat- Iowa's two biggest wins are against Indiana and Iowa State, which are both on rank now. Well, don't, don't you see what I'm saying? Penn State. What's your what's your hate on Penn State? What's the hate there? Uh, they beat Wisconsin, who's on on rank now. But what are they supposed to do? Lose to them? I know, but like all these teams Most have te- something left to prove. None of these teams are yeah are like locks. Uh, Michigan, the boys. Michigan almost lost to Rutgers. I mean, they didn't, they didn't play anyone good yet. Oklahoma. <laughs> Don't even get me started with that. That that's a very stupid conversation. Are Ohio State even They're ranked? Awesome. Oh yeah, Ohio State are eleven. Yeah, they somehow dropped after crushing Akron. 
But weren't they like Whatever. losing at one point? Yeah, the Akron scored the first the first touchdown, and then Ohio State. Yep, gotta be first. Got So what's what's next? You're saying that Usain Bolt oh isn't God. the fastest guy ever because just because he ran, he was he finished first doesn't mean he was the best. Like no, that's exactly how sports work, Miguel. What? Okay. I'm in your head. Okay. All right. Let's start with our first section, which is has got to be new Heisman contenders. Who do you got? Still Malik Willis. Still Matt Corral. And your reasoning? They've just both been good and nobody else has. Oh, and Bryce Young. Bryce Young is number one. But realistically, there hasn't been anybody who I've been like, wow, they deserve it. Spencer Rattler, if you go back to our NFL draft episode, I was so low on him. Do you remember this, Miguel? I said he wasn't that good. I thought he wasn't even good for an NFL prospect, let alone a college quarterback. He looks terrible. He got booed. That was pretty funny, though. The NIL checks, though, like kept coming in, so that was nice. But there's no players who are like, damn, they're good, you know? Yeah, that, that's a good point. I mean, t- two of the biggest, like, I guess everybody had them in the top five Heisman, in terms of Heisman contenders, in terms of uh, Sam Howell and Spencer Radler. Oh, they both suck. They're both, like, really both bad. Both of them have been really, really, really bad. Or not not that bad, but, you know, not as good as everybody expected. Neither of them have been top 20 QBs this season. Um, but my top three has got to be, number one, it, it was Bryce Young at number one. Now it's Matt Corral. He has been phenomenal this season and almost has such a good offense that like I could see him having not not quite to this extent but Joe Burrow type numbers he's not going to break any records but I think he's going to have a really good season regardless of whether Olmus is good or not and at two has to be Bryce Young uh and then at three I'm going to go Travion Henderson Ooh. I know he's freshman Ooh, I like that from back at Ohio State. This is not biased, actually, because it's one hundred percent biased. <laughs> I'm not Miguel, this is more State. biased than me saying that. Me saying that Clemson should be top fifteen in the country. I would still rank them top twenty first. Oh, I would not rank them. I do not think they should be ranked. Texas should be ranked over them, in my opinion. Okay, I don't agree with that. But they're anyway. back. Back. <laughs> Let me Sorry. talk. But Texas are back. Um. But Travion Henderson has been on a tear recently. If you look at any of his stats from the past two games, he's been crazy. Um, five-star running back, and he's proving it. So I think only better things are to come for him this season. I get that, but running back does not matter in the slightest. Least important position in sports. You know what's more in important? You can still win the Heisman at running back. You know what's more important than running back? Long snapper. You're entitled to your opinion. No, that's, that's just a wrong opinion. <laughs> I mean, college football, what do we think about the playoff? It's I mean, I'm not trying to overthink this. So Alabama and Georgia are going to be one and two. I think, I think, because realistically, there's no team that will beat either of them. And I think they'll both, they'll play each other. In the, one of them will lose in the SEC championship, but the committee can't punish them for that. Yeah, good point. Uh, Oklahoma do not look like they can go undefeated. No. So I want to go Oregon and Penn State. That's an interesting pick. Yeah, no, Penn State's my Big Ten team because it's, it's not actually the closest to me. I just like to think it's the closest to me because, like, New York's near Pennsylvania. But Rutgers is 100% closer to us. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but who do you have for five and six at the end of the season, just to, like, round it out? Iowa, for sure. I think Iowa will prob- might go undefeated but lose in the Big Ten game. Yeah. Uh, wow, this is a good one. Uh. Notre Dame look pretty good. Oklahoma or, or 
Florida, if they win out only and don't lose any, uh, if they lose to Georgia, maybe six, they're only two losses. And they keep it close if they have two close games against the top two teams in the country. I don't know. Michigan, maybe. How, we'd love to see that. Michigan. You're just saying that to make me mad. Yeah, no, I am. I, I'll go, um, I'll go, I'll go Oklahoma. I just think if they win the Big 12, they'll probably be fine. Yeah. I mean, six is a little bit low if they win the Big 12, but if they win the Big 12, lose one game, don't really destroy any teams like they have been doing. They're gonna make the playoff. I don't think so. I think that if I don't think, I think they're gonna only lose one game. I think time. if Oregon and Penn State or Oregon and Iowa both win out, they'll make the playoff over Oklahoma. And I think if Georgia loses one game, and that's two Alabama in the SEC championship, they'll make the playoff. I guess. Anyways, I yeah, I would actually agree. Oregon will make it over Oklahoma. But my top six has got to be – this is for the end of the season. My top six, easily Alabama one, Georgia two. I think both of them will be undefeated regular season. Whoever uh, loses in the SEC championship is two. Whoever wins is one. Uh, number three, I've still got Oregon. So, so far, just how it is right now. Number four, I do not have Penn State. I have Iowa. I think Iowa's going to be really good this season. I expect them to win the Big Ten Championship, possibly have one have one loss, but we'll mm-hmm. see. I think they've been good this season. And I also think Penn State has to, one, beat Ohio State because they're in the same conference. And, again, they have to win the Big Ten Championship in order to make the playoff. I don't think they're going to do it personally. Uh, and then at five, I'm going to go Cincinnati. This is going to be, I feel like it's going to be really devastating for Cincinnati because I personally think they could win out and they played Notre Dame this week. I think they're going to win out. Um, and they, they've tried to prove that they're good because they played Indi- They scheduled Indiana and Notre Dame back-to-back weeks. Um, but I think they're that just was a bold move. Playoffs. It is, but love that from them. That's how you prove that you're a good team. But I think game respect game. Zach, stop. I just I think they're gonna barely miss the playoff because these power five teams just have better resumes overall. It's too difficult for them to make the playoff this year. Mm-hmm. So I have them missing right outside the top four. And then at six, I'm gonna go with uh, this, is, this is a tough one. I'm I'm between Arkansas and Ohio State because I think I'd go Arkansas. Take your bias out of it. Also, trust yeah, the hog. Trust in is, the hog. The thing is, Arkansas, by the end of the season, they face Ole Miss, Georgia, and Alabama. That's going to be at least two losses. And they're not making the SEC championship. I don't think they're going to be six in the country. I think it's possible. I do not think Notre Dame is going to do good. They, they literally suck, except against Wisconsin. In Oklahoma, I said it already. So I think Ohio State will probably be six, honestly. I think they'll win the Big Ten Championship and I mean win the Big Ten East and lose the Big Ten Championship. That's my Penn State will win it. Penn State are just better. Okay. Agree to disagree. No, there's no agree to disagree. It is just a disagree. Okay. Fine. Uh, um, speak about a sport where it's like kind of harder to disagree on. Let's move into Nuffle. Now I have this thing. Let's do I do some I, this is not an original thought. I'll be honest. I stole it from part of my take. But hot seat, cool throne. Meaning what? Basically three teams that are doing well, like on the cool throne. And three teams aren't doing well on the hot seat. It's just a, basically a new way of doing winners and losers. Interesting. I've never heard it said that way. But yeah, let's get into or it. Or we could do gas and trash. 
stop stealing all of these. No, that one was original. Okay. Kind of. A friend gave it to Probably. me. Not original then. So, anyways, uh, Zach, start with who do you have on the hot seat? Who's who's looking really bad right now? Hot seat. I didn't think I'd say this three weeks ago. I don't think I'd say this two weeks ago. Kansas City Chiefs do not look good. One and two, they have the same record as the Texans. There's no other way of looking at it. <laughs> they are as doing as well as the Texans are. That is pathetic. Do you know how bad you have to be to do? The Texans are really bad. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the, who's the second? The bear, da Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, as someone who started Justin Fields in fantasy this week, I know for a fact that he, I think, got sacked for the same amount of yards as he did pass. That is a ridiculous stat. Like, yes, Miles Garrett is a hell of a pass rusher, but come on now, you can't let that happen. You got it. This is also completely on Nagy. You have this incredibly athletic, incredibly dynamic quarterback. Have him roll out, create play actions, put him in space. Nope, just have him do simple drawbacks and keep it in the pocket. This isn't Andy Dalton. Make him do stuff. And my last team on the on the hot seat, Seattle Seahawks. They just worry me. Their defense is so bad. I know they have some good players, but they have there's just something about them. Their defense isn't efficient efficient at all, really. Uh they really how many good players do they have? They have their line sucks. They have Wilson, Metcalf, Lockett, and Chris Carson. Those are and Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams. They have six good players. There's 53 players on a team. They don't have any good corners. They don't really have any good pass rushers. Their line sucks. It's just like this team has problems all over it. And this they could, I think probably they're probably the fourth best team in their division. This was a completely original thought that I did not steal from Miguel about the Cardinals being the second best team in their division. Now, Miguel, who's on your hot seat? It's funny because you said no. I I, I did say be last. No, I said the Cardinals might be last. Yeah, but you basically technically I could that. still be right about. On my hot seat, I've got tons of candidates. Ooh. Um. <laughs> uh. And third, though, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I don't think anybody expected them to do amazing this season, but they did not look good against the Saints. And a one and two start is never good. And their their only win being against the Jets indicates that. I think our I think our grades also our grades football team could beat them. I I doubt that. (laughs) No, have you seen Zach Wilson recently? (laughs) It's true. Um, But yeah, they do not look like a winning program. Um, and the, it just looks like it's going to be a disappointing season for Patriots fans, which I am personally happy about, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't like the um, Patriots here on the top two yeah. podcast. Second, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I mean, you basically covered it. One and two start is also really bad. I didn't think the Chiefs – I was wondering if the Chiefs would have two losses all season, no less in the first three games. Yeah. So this is definitely a surprise. Um, but I think they're going to rebound for the, from this for sure. Um, and I'm not too worried, but like right now, they're not looking good at all. Anything to add, Zach? No, not at all. Oh, Although okay. I do want to add about Justin Tucker. So I had a 66-yard field goal. I hear it was all because of Dan Stern, just a rumor on the street, that he single-handedly won it for them. So yes. Good for him. Daniel Stern, our best friend. I, I, I actually texted him after the kick. Um. Okay, I'll give my number one right now. Number one, I'm going to go – this is a tough one. I'm going to say Steelers 
Yeah. Only because yeah, we do not also, like to see the also podcast. Yet another one one and two start. They look so promising after the win against the Bills. Yeah. And against the Raiders and now the Bengals, who are not very good. They have not looked good at all. Lost by double digits in both of those games. So and both of those games were home games. So that that doesn't look great for them. And personally, I do not I do not expect them to bounce back after a decent season last year. So, I mean, we'll have to see, but it's not looking good for the Steelers either. Yeah. Do you want to do, um, should we go into the cool throne teams that are Let's living, do the cool throne, living sure. it up at the top? Yeah. You start this one off. Oh, okay. Uh, I really hope you don't steal like the teams I'm taking, but. I, I also have some a good amount of candidates for this. Third though, I'm going to go with the Panthers. 3-0 start is really impressive. <laughs> I would have never expected that from them. I'm yeah. sorry, Jack, that I stole it. Yeah. But I do not expect them to keep this up, but they're looking good for now. Most uh, most impressive is they haven't let more than 50 yards rushing in a game this season. I know it's been three games, small sample size, but you know that season where the Ravens had like the best run defense ever? Mm-hmm. The Panthers are on track to smash that record while playing an extra game. Oh, wow. That's actually wow. impressive. I know. <laughs> That's I just mean, a classic moment of game-respecting game. They have played the Texans and Jets in two of those games who have, like, literally zero offense. They also played the they Saints, who are 2-1. and one. Yeah. Who have Kamara. Kamara's good, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the outlier. But um, second, second, I'm going to go with the Bills, actually. They had a, wow. On the other side of, like, this is, like, kind of – opposite of what this happened with the Steelers. They lost to the Steelers week one, did not look good. And now they've blown out Washington and Miami back-to-back weeks who are both like fringe playoff teams, I would say. And they lo- they're looking a lot better. Their offense is looking much, very improved and as is their defense. And I think overall, they're just looking like a more confident team. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely uh, up there for me. Number one, at least for this week, has got to be the Chargers. It's always a triumph to beat the Chiefs, and getting an extra win is super important for this Chargers team and kind of uh, pushes them forward into a possible possible playoff spot. That might be an exaggeration, but that's just what I think. Yeah. So you actually only stole one of mine, so like, hey, good luck okay. to that, big dog. Sure, big dog. Yeah. First off, we got the Raiders led by MVP candidate Derek Carr. Yeah, that's crazy. But they just look, they're 3-0, beat the Ravens who are 2-1 and on Monday Night Football week one. But they just look good. Like, I do realize it's not very eloquent. But they beat, they had a good win this weekend against the Dolphins. To be fair, not the hardest opposition. But they did their job. And yeah, it's just like, Darren Waller is balling out. But this team... Zach, you're a Giants fan. Okay. This team has... I think three 200 yard receivers already, which is the most ever at this point in the season. So good for them. My next one, the cards. Did they get a tiny bit lucky last week against the Vikings? Yes. Did they play one of the worst teams in the NFL this week? Yes. Have they actually played anybody that good? I mean, they destroyed the Titans, but apart from that, just DeAndre Hopkins, their best player, probably. Would you say DeAndre Hopkins is their best overall player? On their team? Yeah. 
Would you say he's better than? I'd say he he's a what top three receiver. Kyle Murray's not a top threat three quarterback. So if you look at it like that, but Kyle Murray's more. Important. Yeah, that's fair. But we'll go with second best player. We'll go with their second best player behind Kyle Kyler. Murray. Yeah. yeah. He was very injured. They don't care. Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore, AJ Green, get the job done. James Conner, revitalized as a running back. This team is just got pieces all around and seem to just be very efficient. And number one, I've been loving them since day one. I've been proven right week in, week out. We got the LA Rams. I, I called this after week one. I called them as like my number two Super Bowl contender. It's a pretty good prediction. Give it to you got to give it to the kid. Yeah, I'm impressed by that. I week one, I actually disagree with you. I, I said the Rams are not gonna be are not gonna be as good as they were week one. I've been proven wrong. They had a great game against the Bucks. Yeah, they did on Monday night football. It was, it was more of a blowout than the score shows. Too. Yeah, the Bucks had like a makeup touchdown at the very end. Yeah, it was. But Stafford was three forty three yards and four tutties. Love that. Cooper Cup two touchdowns and almost hundred yards. Deshaun Jackson just doing what he does and just running past everybody. How does no team learn how to stop the neo-Nazi yet? I mean, we move. Very funny, Zach. It's funny. Um, for legal purposes, he's not actually a neo-Nazi. He just quoted Hitler once. <laughs> I forgot about that, honestly. That was crazy that he did that. Yeah. And this was a game without with Aaron Donald not only having one sack. That's also true. They have the two best defensive players in football, in my opinion, in Donald and Jalen Ramsey. That's fair. I'd agree. So they're, you're going to be good if you have them. Actually, just... actually have to disagree. TJ Watt is too. Fine. You, you have two of the three best defensive players. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just such a, it's just a good team. Great team. Elite team. Now, I think this week, let's do some NFL predictions. Let's go through each game. Just give a winner or a loser. Let's do it. Or a tie. I don't think any of us are going to pick a tie. I'm predicting one game to be a tie, and I know which one it is. We'll also, we'll also give our lock for the week. Oh, do you want to do three locks? Sure. All right. Start with Thursday Night Football. Jaguars-Bengals. Fun Thursday, matchup. The game, actually, this game, this game isn't going to be that bad because it's going to be – because the jerseys aren't that bad. It's going to and be I'm, a lot bad. And I'm kind of excited to see Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. I guess. But I'm yeah. going Bengals. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Titans, Jets, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Titans is by 100. Yeah, that's my lock for the week. That's far. one of your locks? Yep. Easily. Uh, next one. Lions, Bears, tie. I'm going to say, you know, the Lions actually look pretty good this week against the... Yeah, Ravens. they did, but I'm still going with a tie. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome to say that, but... I can guarantee it's not going to be a tie. I'll go with line. I'll go with the Lions. All right. <laughs> Colts, Dolphins. Colts need a bounce back when I'll go Colts. No uh, I've, Colts are 0 3. I'm going Dolphins. Dolphins are home. 2 and 1 and have one, 1 and 2 and have won one game and have won their one game by one point. Okay, but they're not 0 3. And, they, and the Colts have looked bad in all three of their games. Yeah. Colts have also played the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Titans. That's fair, but still. I, I think the Dolphins are going to win. All right. Browns-Vikings. It's actually a pretty good game. This is probably yeah. the second-best game of the week, in my opinion. That's fair. Who do you have? want to go Browns. 
I'm going to go Vikings here. Okay. I think Vikings at home, their home field advantage is going to make the difference. Right. I'm going to make a game out of this. So like each lock, like uh, if you lock a team, if you get your lock, Vikings right, you get a point. point. You just get a point. And like, sure. we make three locks each week. Sure. All right, let's go. Very excited for this. Have you used a lock yet? Uh, I haven't no. used any of my locks yet. Okay. All the Washington versus Falcons. The Washington, this both these defenses suck. So I'm going to go Falcons, barely, but Falcons. No way. Yeah. Washington easily. No. There's no way I can get. There's no way that that Washington is losing. They both look bad. They both barely beat the Giants. So by that scenario, they both suck. Okay. <laughs> Texans, Bills. This is one of my locks. I'm going Bills. Same with me, Bills. You locking it? Yep. My next one's my second lock, Giants, Saints. I'm locking the Giants. No, Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints. Definitely not a lock, though. Giants Uh-oh. have the ability to win. No, they don't. Chiefs, Eagles. This is my third lock. I've done all my locks in a row, but I, the Chiefs need a bounce back win. The Eagles don't look very good. Wait, did you use the Saints as a lock? Yeah. Okay. You, you don't understand how confident I am that the Giants will lose. <laughs> Uh, Chiefs, Eagles. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, but I'm not using a lock here. Panthers, Cowboys. Ooh, this is a exciting game. Panthers, though. I, I mean, like the Panthers. Yeah. I love them this no. season. They're gonna they're gonna show how good they really are. I'm gonna go Cowboys. Oh, know. Cowboys are two and one. I'd... Yeah, the Cowboys are good. <laughs> Seahawks, Niners, Niners. N- Nick Bosa. Niners Nick Bosa will sack Russell's like five times this game. It's possible. Seahawks. Car- Cardinals Rams. This game's game of the week. Easy. This game's tasty. Yeah, I'm going Rams though. Same. Yeah. Steelers Packers. Pack. Packers. I think I want to go Packers. Pack. A lot recently. It's like the two most historical franchises, but I'll go Pack. Ravens Broncos. Ravens. The Broncos finally play a team who aren't zero and three. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna Ravens. Bucks Pats. Bucks by a lot. This is like this not is a my good final lock of the week. Bucks by a lot. Yeah. yeah. And Raiders Chargers. Chargers. I'm going to Raiders. Uh, Chargers don't have home field advantage, to be fair, because it's in LA. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But yeah, that's ours for the week. Uh, if you're feeling lucky, put a parlay on it with only my takes. You probably won't make any money, I will be honest. But yeah, probably not. Don't see some MLB that. predictions. Let's go into some mobile. Let's do it. So, we'll how are we doing this? Just like, how of, are we doing this? Of what? First, we'll just give a preview of of what the standings look like at the moment, and then we'll give our our predictions for the seating, and then predictions for each round. Do you want to start? Let's start it off. I'll just give a. <laughs> breakdown of each how great the Mets are divisions yeah the Mets the Mets are beating the Marlins right now by the way oh good for them the Marlins suck too um but in that NL East Atlanta easily winning or not easily easily uh Phillies 2.5 uh back from Atlanta but looks like Atlanta is going to clinch the division they have not yet but they are soon to clinch it and Philly is six games back in the wildcard race as well so uh, not looking great for them. They are not eliminated yet, though. One game from elimination. And then in the NL Central, Milwaukee has clinched, but St. Louis is also looking good. They currently have the second spot in 
the uh, wild card with the Dodgers having the first spot. Um, and everybody else is currently eliminated, I'm pretty sure. No, Cincinnati is five and a half back from St. Louis. Everybody else is eliminated. In the NL West, we have San Francisco with the best record in the league and the Dodgers with the second best. I know the second best record in the league. It's disappointing that the Padres aren't going to make the playoffs. I know it sucks. They have, they've had a bad second half, but yeah. both of those teams have looked great. And San Francisco had a bad second half. The Mets, the Mets. The Mets suck. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, AL East. This is one of the best divisions. The I've second best behind the NL East, years. in my opinion. No, in the past five years, is the best, the closest division I've ever seen. Behind the NL East. Okay, Zach, stop. The NL Beast. <sighs> As you were. Tampa Bay has clinched the division, but New York is trailing not far behind and they currently hold the first spot in the wild card with Boston in the second spot one game back and Toronto is one game back from Boston so you can see what I mean by it being a very close race in that division in the AL Central we have the White Sox in first um, and everybody else with a losing record so not a very competitive division Uh, all, all the rest of them are eliminated and in the AL West, we have Houston. Uh, They have not clinched yet, but I expect them to uh, clinch soon. And we have Seattle four four and a half games back from Houston. And they are a game and a half back from Boston for the wildcard spot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you pretty much covered it pretty well. There's not really much more I can say. No, there isn't. Except for the fact that the Mets are really bad. Like they are historically, they really, they really messed up. You know, we're the first team, like we were in first for a hundred days and we'll finish with a losing record. A hundred days. 102. That's crazy. I know. Wow. Game respect game. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. Like probably the two most exciting teams in baseball won't make the playoffs. So the Padres and the angels. Yeah, I guess angels. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that part sucks. Let's do our top three contenders from each league. I'll start with the AL. In third, I've got – I know this is kind of boring. In third, I've got the White Sox. In second, I've got the Red Sox I'll go with. And in first, I've got Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay just seems to do very well in every sport every year, so I think they'll just do well again. That is surprising that you said the Red Sox. But I really hate the Yankees. You're, you're going to get the – you're going to get Yankees fans mad. <laughs> More publicity. All publicity is good publicity. Mm, good point. Uh, I'm going to go with in first, Tampa Bay. Second, yeah. White Sox. Both of them have looked very dominant this season. Uh, and ex- I expect them to continue their success uh, from now on. And in third, uh, there's not really anybody who looks good out of Houston, New York, and Boston. Like they're going to win the World Series, but I'll go with New York. Uh, I think they're going to be good this season. Or, you know what I mean, <laughs> we get this playoffs. Uh, but we'll have to see. What about for the NL, Zach? Uh, for the NL, we'll start with the Brewers, then the Giants, then the Dodgers from third to first. The Dodgers, I just think, Todd Devon have by far the best roster in baseball, possibly ever. They're without probably their best pitcher or second best pitcher in Trevor Bauer. And yet they still have Scherzer, 
Bueller and Kershaw. They have Trey Turner. They have Justin Turner, Max Munchie, Max Muncie, Jock Peterson, Corey Seager. Oh, and this guy called Mookie, I think. Mookie Best. You ring a bell? This team is just ridiculously stacked. And I think there's very, I think they have to be the favorites in the World Series this year. Yeah, I mean, with Mac, Max Munchie. Max <laughs> Munchie. Uh, yeah, I agree. Dodgers, by far, my favorite. And this is going to turn some heads, but I do not have the Giants in my top three. They have the best record, and I don't expect them to make it past the NLCS at best. So, in second, I have the Brewers. They've been dominant this season, especially within their division. I think they'll continue. Some of that success, I think they can make it to the NLCS very easily. We'll have to see, though. Um, And then third, I'm going to go with the Braves, only because they have a lot of experience combined with a lot of talent. This year didn't really go as they planned. They're without their best player, though, so like that kind of holds them back. That's that's true, but I still think Freddie Freeman can carry, carry most of the load. And I expect them to still do pretty good this um, this playoffs. So, yeah. Yeah. And we're back. Let's go over some hot takes sent in by you, the listeners. First off, from Nate Cohen13, we got a double one. Shake Shack is good once every two weeks and hot dogs are overrated. Now, these are clearly related because, like, Yeah. Uh, Shake Shack is good at once every two weeks is weirdly specific. Like I'm not eating Shake Shack more than every two weeks. Are you? No, but like not. Shake Shack's good. I feel like it's probably my third favorite fast food place, but it's nowhere near one or two. It's closer to four. I actually have it pretty high. That's Chip- my top three. Chipotle and Chick-fil-A are miles ahead of it. That's fair. And so is Popeye's actually. So is Popeye's. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Nando's is up there. I don't know what that is, but okay. British. Okay. Because if you guys didn't know. Up there. And, I mean, any British place, you know, okay. does not make good food. It's not good for your teeth. <laughs> um, anyways. What, what, uh, hot dogs are pretty good, though. I actually think hot dogs are low-key underrated by people. Yeah, but after the, after the thing that came out that, like, every time you eat a hot dog, you lose 35 minutes off your life. I don't think people want to eat them anymore. Weirdly specific. Yeah, haven't you seen that? That was like all over the internet. A few yeah. Weeks. First of all, I don't think that's true. That can't be true. Literally, scientists confirmed it or something. How do you confirm that you lose thirty-five minutes off your life? It's like an estimate, but okay, whatever. Well, I'm I'm dead. <laughs> all right. What's next? Next one comes from. Is this also your brother or not? No, it's a different one. This comes from fellow Nate Dog, and that's that. The Mets run New York. It's a hot one. Who, who won the last Subway Series? Who hit three homers? It wasn't the Yankees. It was Frankie Lindor and the New York Mets, baby. So the two arguments that I hear most often for this, I'm not a Yankees or a Mets fan. I'm Mets in the World Series fan. more recently. Mets fans say we were we were in the World Series most recently. Yankees fans said we won the we won the World Series most recently. And and, and we won 27 of them. Yeah. That's Realistically, true. the Yankees probably run New York. Like you see a lot. Probably Zach. Everybody knows they. I do. say probably. It's like a six. They run camp. baseball. Period. But the Mets run New York. The Mets run like cool parts of New York. Yankees run like boring parts. Like we're on. Like yeah, when we go from the Yankees and we're on from the Mets run. Yeah, because Willets Point and South Bronx are the are much different. They legit, well, flush and, and they're the coolest and least cool. 
parts. I mean, flushing has better Chinese food. Is all I'll say. Okay. <sighs> all right. We'll our next that. one. Spurs are. S H exclamation point T is how it was sent in. Yeah. They really are. Like, I don't know what else you want me to say about this. Do I play some Drake? Cups of Rose. Uh, <laughs> I was at the second. Yeah, but we're so bad. It's like, it's bad. What's our next yeah, one? I can, wait, just for that, I can, I can tell you that's the truth. Only from the fact of how, how Zach's been suffering so much when it comes to the Spurs and soccer in general. He doesn't even want to talk about it. That's no, I hate soccer. I, no, you notice how we did like that one um, Premier League one, the Premier League yeah. rundown? Yeah. And we haven't done it since because Spurs have just been really bad. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, I cannot bring myself to do it. Maybe we'll do a Champions League one. We'll see. Yeah. Anyways, the next one comes from Sam Gersh, and that's that Barry Bonds is the best player of all time. I love that, that take. Obviously within baseball, I love that take. That's, in my opinion, an incredible hot take. take. That's a good one. Okay, let's see. He he had a 600 OBP per season. He leads the league in homers ever and homers in one season. He was in, what, six-time, seven-time MVP winner? I think it was five. Maybe Barry Bonds, one. Six. What? He did have, like, a three-peat at one point. Seven-times MVP. Had a three-peat. Eight-time gold glove. 14-time All-Star. NL RBI leader. It's just the man. I know he like did drugs and like that's. I know he the did drugs. And, like, knock, the biggest knock against him is obviously the steroids. Everybody else was using steroids at the time. Is my takeaway. Like, doesn't mean that it's okay that he did. It actually, it, it kind of does though. Kind of does because it means that he was competing against players who were also doing steroids. So his that his stats look as good. Also, when did he start using steroids? It was after his repeat i think it was after he won most of his mvps yeah no matter what it's still a knock against him i don't know that's what i think uh yeah whatever he's still the goat in my opinion who would you say the goat is then my goat is the second a tie between the second and third best M, uh all-time leaders in home runs hank aaron and, hank aaron and, and babe Ruth. yeah as well as Ted Williams, just considering the fact that he's the highest batting average in a season all time with 400. Yeah. That's crazy. I see the argument for Barry Bonds. It's, it's, it's Barry Bonds. He's the go. I just disagree with it. But it's not something you can disagree with. It's the truth. Okay. Moving on. Our next hot take. Well, I – oh, okay. What? I'll do oh, it. I was the one who said the last one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Our next one is that going – is from May Stop Burke. Going to a regular season baseball game isn't worth it. I think it's completely worth it because you don't really go to watch the baseball because, like, realistically, each game doesn't matter that much. You go to, like, hang out with your friends, just have a nice day out in the sun. Tickets are normally cheap. Pay 12 bucks for a beer, 15 bucks for a hot dog and fries. It's a lovely experience. So what I will say is that, like you just said, Zach, prices are through the roof at every baseball game, which I really, really hate. But – it is definitely worth it, as at least if you're a baseball fan, because first of all, the energy at most stadiums is always there. Not at every single one, but you know, you get that with every sport. But it's always fun to go to the game and you can just like relax and have a good time. Like at other games, also most of them are outdoors, which is also uh, fun when it's good weather. Like yeah. at, at, for example, at a basketball game, you have to be in it, like watching the game at all times. Yeah. 
or just like disconnected from the game completely. With baseball, it's slower. So you can be like watching the game at one point, not watching the game at another, switch back and forth, and you're not like missing too much. Uh, and you can still like keep keep up with the game at all times, which I like. Yeah. So I disagree with the take, Mace. So do I. What's their next one? Are we doing the Survivor? Yeah. Our next one, I guess this comes in two, package of two. Yeah. So we have a comment that says Survivor sucks. And another comment from who we know as the biggest Survivor fan ever that says Survivor is the best show ever. Somewhere in the middle. It's like, I, I don't mind it, but it's not that great, in my opinion. I personally I, like You really it. like it, yeah. It's really grown on me. We're doing a Survivor, me and our, we're doing Survivor Fantasy this year. I'm kind of bullshit. I'm kind of bullying it because, like, I'm not cursing on this, but I don't really know what I'm doing on it. But let's see. How's Miguel? Miguel, what place are you in? Oh, Miguel, you're in fourth. I'm ahead of you. Yeah, I know. I don't even know how to check. Like, Nehru's in last. Who actually watches it? And Marcus is in first. Yeah, gamers that game. Our next <laughs> one is that Shang-Chi is better than Black Panther. It's a bad take. That's that's from W.L. Kim. It's so like Will Kim. Will Kim. Yeah, that works too. But no, Black Panther's is better. Like, it feels more culturally relevant. Like, it's cooler. Uh, and I just think it's all in all just a better movie. I have not watched Shang-Chi yet, so I can't really comment on this, but I've heard really good stuff from it. Uh, but just based off, like, what I, I watched Black Panther. Also, Black Panther's like, soundtrack. Yeah. soundtrack was incredible. It was really, really good. That's also true. And the movie was just also amazing and having Chadwick Roseman in there also something that just make makes Black Panther better but with time we'll see which one is truly better yeah um our next hot take is that comes from Ben Starr and that it's that Nickelodeon was better than Disney well back in the day wake up on a Saturday or Sunday morning just sit in front of the TV watch it for like five hours I like I like Disney XD more to be honest like Disney's and Ferb, goat show. That's number one. Uh, Loki, kind of like Lab Rats and Kicking It. Those shows also kind of banged. And, and from, I like Disney more. I was more of a Disney kid. But SpongeBob's great. Like, I'll give the SpongeBob its credit. If I'm being honest, a lot of time I didn't realize the difference between Nickelodeon and Disney. And I still don't know, like, a lot of the shows. Like, I don't remember if they were Nickelodeon shows or Disney shows. Oh, but I'm going to have to go Disney just because they're dominance. And a lot of the shows that I did watch, I'm pretty sure were Disney shows. Uh, okay. Some of them you mentioned, I watched all of those. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have to go Disney's better than Nickelodeon. But Nickelodeon, definitely underrated. What's our next one, Zach? Our next one is that... Oh no, I lost it. Well, actually, I noticed. It's that Tony Pollard is better than Zeke. Now, here's the thing. I don't think it really matters. Running backs are never worth top picks or being paid a lot of money. My opinion, the best way for running backs is get new when the rookie contract runs out. And if they want a new one, don't give it to them. Just draft a new one in like the fifth round. Running backs are so replaceable. They're almost all system players. Yeah. But Zeke's probably a tiny bit better. But still, they're not worth it. You say this way too often. It's true. It's not really that true. I mean, running backs aren't 100% necessary. Like, it doesn't matter if you have the set best running back versus like the seventh best running back but it doesn't matter if you have the best versus the worst running back in the league it does make a difference and so tony pollard versus zeke definitely oh did i cut out no 
Oh, you're just frozen. So Tony, Tony Pollard versus Zeke definitely makes a difference in the Cowboys offense because Stevens have to prepare differently, obviously. And no, Tony Pollard is not better than Zeke. He just had one good week. Yeah. That's my take on it. Yep. But I think that they're so replaceable, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, so our next I'll take is that Aaron Rodgers is not is the GOAT. Sorry. Is the GOAT. That's no, and then the one after that is Brady's not the GOAT. No, Brady's yeah, the GOAT. He's won seven rings. No other players won five. He's won one other player ever has won five. He's the GOAT. Easily Brady. Well, actually, if we do it like that, Eli Manning beat him twice in the Super Bowl. Okay, but it's still easily yeah. Brady. There's no way it's not. Yeah. And now I think it's time for the best part of the episode. The part everybody waits for. Let's talk about the album of the week. Chosen by your own Zach Cohen. We've got Taylor Swift, Fearless. Now, Miguel was very excited to listen to this album. I was not. No, he really wasn't. I texted him. He has to listen to it. He said, I don't want to listen, but I am right now. Uh, so, quick, quick, what do you think? Um. So, before I give my, I guess we'll just give our opinions on it, then our Favorite songs and finish off with an overall ranking. Yeah, okay, we can do that. You want me to start? I'd love for you to start. Because I have, like, one funny anecdote, so I'll let you go before, so everybody okay. can, like, laugh at my joke. So, in terms of notes, a couple of things that I enjoyed about it was, first of all, very nostalgic. A lot of this, or at least, like, two or three of the songs. Yeah, when Miguel was a little girl, he would listen to this a lot. <laughs> Shut up, Zach. But, you know, a lot of them were at, like, whatever, elementary, middle school dance parties. That's the only thing I remember. But, like, people played them a lot. So I just like remember those songs from, I don't know, a, a few years ago. It doesn't feel like that long ago, but it was still nostalgic listening to those again. And then uh, another thing I liked was there's songs for a, f- a few different moods. There's like love songs. There's heartbreak songs, I guess. <laughs> so in other words, it was a Taylor Swift album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it wasn't like super repetitive in terms of theme or um, mood. But yeah. what I did find was a little repetitive was, I guess, the flow of it or like how how it sounded. Oh, like a lot. I, I get that. Like a lot of her beats sounded kind of similar. I don't know how to describe it, but in this album, like they like if you're not paying attention to the lyrics or like just listening to it casually, like doing something else, you can't distinguish song from song. That, I disagree. I, unless it's like one of the biggest songs, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that doesn't mean that that's a good thing. And then the last thing that I did that I did like about it was that personally I thought it was like the perfect amount of songs, especially. Oh, for the I time. agree. I think thirteen songs, about fifty-three minutes to delete for an album. Yeah. So here's Wait. my thing. I think that it has my her two best, two of her best songs, two of her biggest songs. I also think my favorite part was the second song is fifteen, so it's about how she when she was fifteen and starting high school. Miguel's a junior in high school and is fifteen years old now, so I thought that was really funny. Wait, she started high school. When she yeah, was she was like. No but, way. Yeah, let's look. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's, you take a deep breath, you walk through the doors. It's the morning of your very first day. It's your freshman year. Because when you're 15, like Miguel is 15 right now, and he's not yeah. a freshman in high school. I'm in the, I'm, when I turn 16, I'll be in the middle of junior year. <laughs> yeah. That's I think part of that is, I don't like, maybe her hometown had like a very weird cutoff date. Must be. Or she's not smart. 
Yeah, or Taylor Swift got held back is the only other takeaway. Hot takes, Taylor Swift got held back in high school. Must be. Anyways, what other notes do you have? I thought it was... Uh, did you listen to Taylor's version? Because it's there's a lot of it's different. Uh, no, I just... Nor did I. Original. I think, like, as, like, I know, like, we hate Scooter Brown and everything. I thought Taylor's version was worse. I think that her voice is, she sounds younger, well, obviously, but she sounds more passionate and, like, more almost into it when she's, however old she was when she recorded it's like, in her young 20s versus now she's in her 30s, which isn't really against her, but that's how it is. So, I, sorry, I haven't listened to both the albums. I don't know the full context. Did she, like, remake the album? She re-recorded some of the albums and added some new songs okay. because she got her master so she could, if she re-recorded the song, she could own them pretty much. Got it. Yeah. But all in all, what were your favorite songs? Top three? I know, I feel like I know what two of them are. Wait, for, yeah, obvious. two of them are pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, first, you didn't share your anecdote. I don't know if everybody... Oh, my knows. anecdote was the one about you being 15. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Uh, so in third, I'm going to go with Breathe. I think there was a lot of songs that could have been third. Oh, I like this one was like, I felt this was kind of like a change of pace right after You Belong With Me. So I like this one a lot. Yeah, I, I like this one. Um, there's a lot of candidates. There was a lot of songs that I thought were good, not great, that I could have put third, but I ended up going with Breathe. Second, Love Story. just because of the nostalgia such a banger jesus I christ i don't really like the song but it it's just because of the nostalgia and also like no it's an incredible you know, song don't hate do not hate it's just the perfect radio hit that's that's yeah. what i think it is good about it and then first you belong with me a good song yeah. and also literally the exact same characteristics of love story radio hit um very like it's gonna get it, it's gets a lot of attention you know all that kind of stuff and it was also nostalgic for me as well so that's my top three how about you i think love story is better than the way uh, not the way i love you then you belong with me i just think it like it's more of a story song and it's just well obviously but it's just there's something that i like more about it i think it's the chorus is much better, and um, you belong with me. Like it's so much better to sing along. But I think the verses are better in the love story. Now I went with three different songs because I kind of knew I knew Miguel's two of them going into yeah. it. So third, I forever and always. I didn't really know I'd have it on there until 10 minutes before. And I was like, I was re-listening to the album, like just like some final notes. Damn, this song kind of hits. It was banging. Next is White Horse. Say you're sorry that face of an angel comes out just when you need it to. As 
Cause I pace back and forth all this time Cause I honestly believed in you This song's like one of her saddest songs. Well, actually, it's really not. He, it's one of her sad songs. She has a lot of them. But uh, it's about basically being cheated on, how she can't trust him. And yeah, because... And I'm going to add, we're going to add a great clip of it into the podcast. So you guys are welcome. And number one, my favorite, what honestly might be my favorite song by her right now, The Way I Loved You. But I or is it, is it Way I Loved You or is it The Way I Loved You? It's the way I loved you. I think to just wrote way I loved you, but it's first of all, I'm I'm not saying I must do this, but you hear all about like she never goes for the nice, but she only goes for the dickhead, and this is like kind of that. It's like he's it's about how like her new boyfriend's perfect in every way, but she's not. He's not the one like her old boyfriend was. So yeah, and I know Miguel kind of related to that, just like never being chosen. It's really funny, Zach. This kid goes to a party and talks to a girl for 40 minutes just to stay in the friend zone. But this is all I will say about the party. I swear if you give that, I'm going to punch you. No, I will, I will take that out. Okay. But, but how much can I, can I say that? Um, just, keep, just take out the party. Yeah, okay. I'll keep the original part about you, like being, about you always, about, about you relating to it, though. Okay. <laughs> but, okay. but anyways, it's just a song... That whenever I hear, I want to stand up and scream and sing along. Like it could be two a.m. in the morning. It could be ten. It could be eight thirty on the bus going to school, and I want to sing it. It's just so singable. Yes, Miguel. You want to be a country girl? What? You want to be a country girl? I would love to be. A, I'd love to be a, 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 a woo girl, like from How I Met Your Mother. Exactly. Oh, that's all I want to be in life. A woo girl. Yeah. Right. Well, that's pretty much it for this week. Miguel, you got to choose a movie for next week? Yep. Stay uh, tuned. That's going to be a good one. Do you have any idea what it will be yet? No, but it's going to be fun. <laughs> Miguel chooses. Miguel's yes. going to choose, like, uh, Sesame Street, the movie. Cars. Banger. That's actually a good movie. <laughs> I like how Cars goes from car, just, like, them racing cars to yes, like, international crime fighting to them racing cars again. No, I'm going to go turbo about this fast. I, I heard it was so bad. <laughs> I watched it when I was a kid. It's funny. Oh, okay. We're not watching that. <laughs> but that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the top three podcast. Uh, subscribe on Spotify and app- follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Hit us with that five-star review for a five-star podcast. That's all. I'm Zach Cohen. <laughs>